And so in Deuteronomy 15.10, it says, Give freely and spontaneously. Don't have a stingy heart. The way you handle matters like this triggers God. You're God's blessing in everything you do, all your work and all your ventures. In other words, you're God's blessing. So on this Christmas morning when you see your family, it's not just about presents. You're God's blessing. Give them a hug. Grab them. Give them a big, if they're, you know, if you're grandma, give them a big old wet kiss that'll make them screech, you know. Oh, grandma. If you're mom, give, give your kids a big old kiss that'll make them screech, you know. And just love them because you're God's blessing in everything you do. Hug them tight. Love them. And uh, that's what I want to do with Jesus this morning. I just want to hug him tight and say, thank you. You didn't have to come for me, but you did. You came to make a difference in my life. So with that, I want to follow what the wise men did, and I want to give. Father, I thank you today that I get the honor and the privilege of giving this token back to you. Father, it's not much, but it's what I have. And I give it freely to you today. Today on Christmas morning, Father, before gifts, before the hustle and bustle, before, before Christmas dinner or any other thing, Father, put you first in my life because I love you. And I thank you for all your blessings that you've bestowed upon me and my family this year. In your name, amen. Ushers are coming as we speak. So I'm just going to talk real shortly today. I promise I'm going to have you out here, out of here by 11 o'clock today. One hour is all we're going to take. And so I'm going to share a couple of scriptures with you this morning because I don't feel it would be right not to do so. I want to start off in Luke 2, 1 through 20. I want to read the Christmas story this morning. Is that fitting today? And it said, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when... Bernius, the governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of, of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, Bethlehem, because he was the ha of the house and the lineage of David. He was of a royal lineage. He said, so they went to be registered with his wife, his fiancée Mary, his betrothed, who was with child, and while they were there, the time came for her to go give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. In the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night, just in their ordinary routine, their ordinary place, just minding their own business, looking after their sheep. And all of a sudden, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring to you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace 
among those with whom he is pleased. Then when the angels went away from them into the heavens, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste. They were cruising fast and found Mary and Joseph and a baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. I like how uh, Garth Brooks puts it. He, uh, he says, the shepherds all were watching. The sheep lay one night. They heard a voice from heaven that said, follow that holy light. And, uh, you know, I just imagine it was kind of like that. It was kind of special. It was kind of glorious in its own way. For this is what the prophecy had been told. In fact, in Isaiah 9, 6, it said, Isaiah said this, Years and years and years before Jesus was born, he prophesied it. He said, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. And the passionate commitment of the Lord of heaven's armies will make this happen. Prophecy fulfilled on Christmas morning. A Messiah, a Savior, wonderful counselor, Prince of Peace, everlasting Father. Our King was born on that wonderful day. In fact, in verse 11, the the shepherds said, the angel said this to the shepherds, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. That word Lord means master, possessor. He who has all and total authority. One who has total control. He didn't have to come. He had total control, total authority. He had everything. Right where he was at, in his palace in heaven, just sitting there at the right hand of the Father. But he made a decision. He said, enough is enough. I will bring light into their darkness. I will bring peace into their world. I will change everything. In all of history, in that one minute that he was born, changed forever. There was a dimensional shift that occurred. We call it B.C. and A.D. Our calendar even reflects it worldwide. Though you may deny Christ, you cannot deny our calendar and what it says. It is clear that there's a B.C. before Christ and that something changed in history on the timeline of eternity on that day. The glorious day that the stars shone in the heavens, and the shepherds saw the angelic host, and they said, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, our Lord, our Messiah. Everything changed from that moment. 
all of history would be held accountable by the actions of our Lord and our Savior that came to this earth and was born a virgin birth just for you and just for me. All eternity changed, not in the moment he hung, but the moment he decided to come. He came for me. He came just for you. This is what John had to say about Jesus. In John 1, 14 through 18, he said, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law and religion was given through Moses. But grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. A few verses before that, he talked about the Word just then, and the Word became flesh. A few verses before that, in verse 1 through 5 of John 1, he says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. In a dark world, he becomes our life. He becomes our Savior, our lifeblood, the life force that operates in us. And you become the light of the world. Choose today to be that light. Choose today to run with that light. He came with only one person purpose in mind. Isn't it funny that he came to redeem us? To set us free from a curse. A curse that occurred from fruit from a tree. That he would bear that, bear that curse, bear that burden, and hang upon a tree just for you and me. He came knowing that this would happen. He knows your future. He knows what lies in your path. He wants the best for you. He came to save you, to set you free, and to redeem you this Christmas morning. Born with only one purpose, to live only to die so that we who were purposed for death may now live.